I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Hello and welcome to Two in the Think Tank, the show where we We come come up up with with five sketch ideas. ideas. I'm Andy. And I'm Alistair George William Trombley Birchall. And joining us in the tank is father, writer, colleague, <laughs> Lover. In, in Lover. that order. Lover. <laughs> Michael Ward. Hi, guys. Thanks for having me on show 162. Two. Yes. Yeah, we so, wanted to bring you in yeah. for the big 162. Yeah. Uh, thanks. Thanks for. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's a real special for, occasion. Yeah, so. no, it's good. I uh, know. Uh, look. Are you not? Are you a numbers guy? You really care about like? Uh, uh, yeah, I like numbers. Sure. The importance mm. of them, like you know, yeah. or like, would well, you see anything in 162? Mm. Well, it's a prime number. Is it <laughs> an even prime number? It's one of the rare even primes. They're uh, they're particularly uh, prized. Mm. I've got to tell you an incredible uh, number uh, trivia fact yeah. that I mm. found on Twitter oh, this, this is week. Al- already been just sold. Incredibly, oh, it's it's amazing. Hang, just let me get it right. I usually stuff these things up. Yeah. Uh, the it's an anagram, right? Eleven plus two is an anagram of twelve plus one. Eleven plus two is actually an anagram of twelve plus one. Get your pens down, everybody. Write it down. Scramble the letters. No, it's not. No, it's 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 not. Hang on. Well, well, because one ends in N E and eleven starts with E L. So already, oh, oh, anagram. Sorry, I was anagram. thinking parallelogram. No, not parallelogram. Parallelogram. Oh. Parallelogram. Phew. Wait, a parallelogram like the the shape. What? Oh, palindrome. All right, I was oh thinking. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> oh Hang my on. god. <laughs> What is going on here? Welcome to Numbers and Shapes. Uh, uh, letters and Shapes. <laughs> yes. So that's pretty, don't you think that's pretty cool? Well, well it broke my brain. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. I think, I think. I mean, I think that's incredible. Yeah. I mean, I think, obviously they've both had up to 13, and but but they're 11 uh, plus 2 is uh, a, an anagram of 12 plus 1. <laughs> That's amazing that mathematically and, and verbally, yeah. or you know, uh, what what would you use that letterly, English literally, mm. English that that they're mathematically equivalent. And is it true that Michael Ward is an anagram of Wardle Mike? Correct. Yeah. Leakum Draw is my name backwards, as I've known since last Tuesday. Mm. Yeah. You never thought about it until last Tuesday? No, I'm joking. I've, I've known it for quite some time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At least a couple of weeks. <laughs> A leak them drawer, yeah. No, I, I like. I really like 
you know, word oh jumbling, jumbling, and yeah, and and word play yeah. and word trickery and sure all of that stuff. Are you a crossword? Person, yeah, when cryptic, I've, cryptic. Uh, no, no, my wife does the cryptic. I do the quick. Mm. Uh, I, quick, I sort of can do a cryptic, but I'm not very good at them. Yeah, right. He it's... said cryptically. <laughs> Did he? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, not really. Hang on, let me. St- I'll say it again and see if it's cryptic. I do the quick. Is that cryptic? <laughs> well, uh, no, 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 again, that's, that's, that's even less cryptic perhaps than the, the previous one. I do a puzzle of squares and letters on newsprint. What no. am I? Uh, oh, I'm still okay. thinking that's not really particularly cryptic. It's just a sort of a description. That's not cryptic it's once you know a, the answer. It's a descriptic. Uh, yes, yes, it's just... yes. Yes. Like it's like a regular crossword. Where, where they kind of do that. Mm. So, yeah, it was a... You essentially described a regular crossword. Mm. Yeah, I did. Yeah. I think we should come up with a, a an, an even quicker version of the quick crossword, where basically we just give you the answers, <laughs> but we sort of phrase them as if they're a, a cryptic. So we say, my first letter is A, but followed by N. N? <laughs> yeah, that was it. <laughs> the really quick. Oh, okay. Quicker than that? Well, we just write the answers, mm. and then you you write the quickest one is a filled in crossword. It is. It's and, already and filled in. And you just look at it and nod and go, oh, mm. right, and it'll yeah. fit together. <laughs> Maybe you could write your name at the top. This yeah. is the space sure. for you. Sure. Uh, Michael did this. Mm. Yeah. Um, I feel like there's a there's got to be one that gives you that's quite quick, but still gives you that feeling of satisfaction. Mm. I guess you've you've already done that with that. Mm. Maybe one that just lies to you. It's not. The answer is not dog. Right. And, and when the answer, you, you put in dog, and you're like, God damn it, it was dog. <laughs> there, is, there is a very quick crossword. Like Beneath the quick crossword is uh, one where it's six, four squares or something. Or mm. eight, no, eight squares. And it's just four words reading across and the same as down. Mm. So you need mm. to know four four letter words that's yeah, it. Yeah, but I feel like even that's pitching a little bit higher that high for the uh, for the audience that we're targeting now. <laughs> mm. Our, yeah. Uh, <laughs> the dummies. Yeah. <laughs> hey, how you going? Um do do you think that we could uh maybe we could offer them and they're just like a, a sort of a transfer, you peel it off a piece of paper. Right, and it's got all the all the answers written on it, and you just you just stick it down over the top. So you just oh, yeah. peel it off one side and you stick it down over the top there and so you still have the feeling of you've put the words in the squares, but it's just a little sticky thing, a little transparent little transfer on there. Or maybe we could even have a bot a bat a a a bit a book a, a, bo- a book full full of them. Oh my god. A book full of them. <laughs> we give people a book full of them, right? And you keep it in your in your in your in your pocket of your jacket or yeah. whatever. And when you sit down to, in front of a newspaper anywhere, you just look in there and there's just a whole lot of different filled-in crosswords and you just peel one out surreptitiously and you stick it down on the page and then you look around the room Ooh. going, hmm, an easy one today. And <laughs> you hold it up like that. Sure, and yeah. it's like, oh, wow, he only just got here 30 seconds ago and already he's filled out an entire crossword. Well, I always thought that was a good Ooh. way to impress a girl would be to do, oh. the, do the crossword at home. Then mm. you go to work on the train and you see the girl <laughs> that you have your eye on and you mm. just uh, pull out the paper and just <laughs> basically complete it in 30 seconds because mm. you've already done it before. Mm. And she was mm. thinking to herself, geez, this guy's pretty good. I'd like to, oh, I'd like I'd like to, to do crosswords strip, with him. Strip him naked and... Uh, <laughs> 
But then it, 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 it's kind of that scenario, though, when, when, when you do finally, you know, you do finally get her home. Mm. You know? Yeah. And yeah. then she's like, why don't we do a crossword? <laughs> <laughs> you know, obviously that's the first thing on her mind. And then well, you're she, like, you're she like, does uh, seem like that type. Um, uh, uh, oh, just... I was thinking more to a cross room where there's a bed. <laughs> she goes, I don't get it. Bedroom. Oh, that's, that's not two across. <laughs> <laughs> no, not enough letters. <laughs> Big D? Um, um, look, I actually, I really like the idea of a guy who tries to pick up. Oh, yeah, I think that's with, great. Um, mm. Yeah, but, but but then, like, what's... <laughs> but could you also do it with... The, did you ever have to spot the difference in your... We had one in the yeah. Mercury in, in Tasmania. Yeah. Trying to impress a girl with the spot the difference. <laughs> <laughs> I work it out at home. This Not is wearing thing. a hat. <laughs> yes. Um, choose a different colour. Uh, so you, 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 you're you doing it out loud as well. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> to, to really... <laughs> Not wearing a hat. Choose a different colour. Only three drops of rain on the, uh, on the pavement there. This oh, guy's good. An easy one today. <laughs> um, uh, I just thought about that, that guy who mm. pre-does the thing and then mm. does it quickly in front of the mm. lady to impress her. And then... So... I think that should re- result in a date. But then I think later on he could end up in a sort of life or death situation in which he, it requires him mm. to be able to do a, a crossword quite quickly. Mm. Mm. And, and uh, then yes. she's like, oh, thank God. I, I'm, just... I'm absolutely, I've never picked a better partner for a, for a desperate situation like mm. this. Mm. She's got no doubt in her mind that he'll be able to. And I've been in a few desperate situations (laughs) like this, and none of the partners I've picked for them have been nearly as appropriate as you for this one. I've never seen that in a thriller film at the end, where the you know the countdown clock on the nuclear weapon is counting down, and the guy Mm. has to do a crossword, like at the end of Mission Impossible or a Bond film or something. Mm. It's always wires. It's always wires. Wires Cut the red, cut the blue, and instead of you know what's two across or what's six down. Mm. I Mm. mean, like. The, the the serial killers who have a gimmick and things like that it doesn't mm. often cross well, it doesn't often cross to bombers people who you know sort of are willing to you know sort of put because so indiscriminately much, blow up a whole blow area. up you know yeah things like that and so because I guess there's so much so much intricacy that goes into building a good bomb in the first place that often they don't feel like they need a gimmick but to add to that mm. you know be the crossword bomber. Mm. You know, to have a thing, the panel like that, you actually can't access the wires. It's no wires; it's wireless. Mm. It's a wireless bomb. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's yeah. the future. So there's nothing to cut. Yep, like that, right? <laughs> wireless bombs. That's yeah. good. Yeah, so there's really not, nice. not even any wires inside or anything like it's that. Just no crossword. Just, just crossword. crossword and then bomb. <laughs> it's just bomb. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Yeah. And so it's the crossword bomber. Yeah. He, yeah, and then then she. She, I guess, realizes the error of her mistake surely, of picking. Surely there was a Batman villain to do with crosswords, like the crossword or the puzzler or something. Mm. Well, there was the there was the the Rizzler, the the Rizzler, the Rizzler. Yeah, there was there was there was the puzzle puzzler or puzzle king or something like that. I'm sure there was the Riddler, the Riddler. Yeah, I'm saying besides him. <laughs> well, I'm saying that as well as him, there was the Riddler. And if, Bes- if, I'm if, saying beside your one, yes. your one that's beside my one. Yeah. I'm saying is my one is the Riddler. Yeah, and uh, Doctor Sudoku would have <laughs> would have been a villain if Sudoku had existed back in you know the Absolutely. 60s. Absolutely. Do you think he would have been from the Orient? Why not? 
Yeah. Is, that, was it, is, is Sudoku, because it's got a name that makes it sound like it's, you know, it's from mm. Japan or something like that. Yeah, I've looked this up before, but I can't, I've forgotten now, but I think it was originated in Japan, but was yeah. first in an English newspaper, I think. Let's let's roll it in with Spider-Man and we'll have him as Dr. Seductagon. Yes. Seductagon, yeah. Wait, was Dr. Octopus, was he a Dr. Octagon? Oh, was he not? Well, I thought he was Dr. Octagon. Well, I thought, uh, I thought Dr. Those, Octopus. Those Dr. Arms. Octopus, that explains the eight arms. Well, it's because yeah. the, <laughs> the eight arms really helped him in, his, in the uh, UFC. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Wait, yeah. did he go in UFC? No, but it's, that's played in an octagon. Oh, okay. I yeah. am really on, dumb on this episode. Uh, underwater doing... fighting club? Is that right? <laughs> Octopus. <laughs> Is that right? Underwater fighting club. Yeah. I think that's our next idea. Yeah. Is, um... Uh, so octopus has got eight arms, so yes, pro- probably pretty good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What uh, the sc- <laughs> are we fighting? Sea creatures? Yeah, sea creature versus sea creature. Yeah, uh, sure. I mean the crab in, in its own weight division. It's not like mm. you're having a crab versus like a mako shark or something. Although, I mean. That would be appointment viewing for me. I would absolutely sure. tune in for that. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I also think that the shark would struggle to, because the crab's down there on the ground. The shark, the way its mouth is designed, its nose is sort of in front of its mouth. Yeah. So it's not good for picking things off a flat You're right. surface. You're right. I think the shark, I think you could, you could sort of, you could rope a dope sort of the shark and yeah. you would just be battering its nose constantly. Yeah, yeah. Trying to wears, get to the wears crab. itself out, and then it's it's nip time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> nip, 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 nip that fin, nip the nose. Oh, yeah. oh getting that getting that nip in the nostril that'd be the worst. Mm. And then if you, I think, isn't it if you pull a shark backwards? Oh, I don't, know, don't, if, like I don't know if a crab has got the strength to do that, but if you pull a shark mm. backwards, doesn't it muck it up with its gills or something? Oh, I think so. Yeah, muck it up. I think that's the technical <laughs> yeah. term. Muck it up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> This shark has been mucked up. Are you saying that, so that would be top of the bill, crab v, crab v shark, or on the other card? Ah, look, I I'd like the night hey, to start out with mm, crab, crab v. Mm, crab you got to work up to krill versus uh, blue whale. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, a whale against a single krill. Yeah, was... yeah. Okay, now that's interesting because you got to fight it first. Mm, and if the krill, because I think most krill are, are kind of they're not intent on doing any harm. Mm. Right, they're very much like they've mm. very much accepted their fate. I assume that they're just going to be swallowed up in a huge mouth, mm-hmm. right? And so they don't fight back. Mm. But if 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 a which cr- is quite zen, yeah, it's very zen. I think zen is the right word. And so um, they know they're they're whale fodder from when they're born. <laughs> I'm yes. pretty sure. I'm pretty. They're sure, aware of that. I'm pretty sure their parents build in sort of like a defeatism into them, like yeah. a, just an acceptance. Uh, so of... instead of the birds and the bees kind of mm. talk from uh, the father or the mother krill, yeah. it's mm. basically you are whale food. Yeah, the you and the void. Yeah, like the you yeah. Wow. That is not a. That is we have the birds and the bees talk. You know, your parents sit you down and talk you mm. and tell you about uh, love and and, and sex, etc. Mm. Uh, but. But at no point do they sit you down and talk to you about the inevitability of death. And I think that that should be a good one. They sit you down, they mm. have the krill and the whale talk with you as well. Yes. Maybe a couple of weeks <laughs> after the uh, yeah the 
the birds and the bees. I mean, you know, it's not that it's not that you know. Uh, I mean, obviously, you you are already speaking about it as an analogy anyway. Mm. Um, but but you know, we're we're this small thing who gets mm-hmm. enveloped by this darkness. Yeah, uh, you know, it doesn't seem. Uh... Hang on, are you talking as a krill or well, talking... as a human? You right. know, we are. You know, we're we we're, we're just awaiting. You know, the giant where, floating time. Yes, we're and... we're kind of human krill in a way. Mm. Exactly, and, and, or and krill. The, uni- the universe of... is the whale, mm. the... or mm. eternity, or uh, mm. uh, oblivion. Maybe oblivion's the whale. Is that so? So that's where the idea of those in in those kind of new age shops where you see uh, orca mm-hmm. killer whales in space. Yeah, is that <laughs> is that is that is this is this a is this a thing? <laughs> yeah, you know those paintings where where you see whales in space. Um, usually orca. Anyway, is there, I, is there often a rainbow in there? There's rainbows. There might be a unicorn mm. looking up at it, but uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm from just, Earth. From, from Earth, maybe Earth out, out of the picture with you a can't. telescope. Or <laughs> no, no, they can see it. Okay, but I'm just, I'm just saying this picture might yeah. be a cosmic representation of what we're talking about right now. Mm. Sort of the the idea of we are krill to the universe's mm. whale. Mm. Absolutely. Yeah, uh, maybe maybe it's not your parents who sit you down and have this conversation with you. I think your grandparents sit you down and have the conversation with you. If about they're the alive, the if indeed they're alive, and yeah. the great uh, whale of eternity yeah. hasn't already <laughs> s- swallowed them, <laughs> swallowed them, and then sort of pushed them up against the its baleen with its tongue and yeah. filtered out the um, mm-hmm. you know, yeah the, the carcasses guess, of the many. I guess just slowly digested them with mm. stomach acids. And, Things like that, you know. I guess that that wouldn't be a great way to go for a krill. No, but I guess you'd, maybe the parents don't tell them about that part. Yeah, I think you 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 end the analogy before it gets to the digestion. Um, yeah, just to the swallow. Yeah, you've swallowed up. That's about it. Mm. Yeah, you're swallowed up. Yeah, you, you, you cop a, a mean swallowing. Um, but just to go back to our underwater fighting champion. Well, that's yeah. where I was going back to. Right. Yeah, cut that yeah. rest out. Because <laughs> no, don't cut it out. You don't I think, cut, no, oh, sure. I think another. Uh, advantage for the krill and the krill versus the whale matchup is that the i assume this all takes place inside some sort of cage you know because sure. mm, and yeah. the whale is going to be so big it's going to be very restricted it's it's essentially already sort of trapped in a in a shark net and i yeah. think if the krill can just wait it out the the, the whale mm. won't be able to come up for air and will just suffocate and die yeah, so, you know. that's the usual tactic. Yeah, mm. that's the standard. Krill. Yeah, yeah. That, well, yeah. there would be that, and then that, and maybe like sort of going into their, to their little holes. You know, like if they've got like ears or eyeballs. Mm. You know, if you can get in that, I reckon it'd be very uncomfortable Oof. if they got into that part. You know, like under mm. your eyelid or whatever, like that. Mm. That is that is completely, uh, you know. Like debilitating to have like that's illegal just... though in UFC though. No, yeah. I know eye oh. gouging. Yeah, that's and right. no crawling in under the <laughs> eyelid <laughs> and irritating. What about getting? But if you do get in the ear, yeah, you get in the ear. You could whisper all sorts of dispiriting mm. things. You could really, you know, you Absolutely. could talk them down, pretend to be their conscience, and tell them that it's a you mammal. Yeah, <sighs> exactly. You don't belong you. here. Yeah. Uh, do 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 uh, would the do the fish have trainers in their corner? I mean, does mm. I know the the cage is uh, like eight sided, like uh, like you were saying before octagon. That's but, what I was saying. Yeah. But UFC, do they have trainers in their one of their eight corners? I and can all... they have a choice of corner? Mm. And do they change corners, or do you always know where they are? Yeah. Is the octagon always spinning? Spinning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, if they were just dizzy. 
I think that would be very funny if they were if they were dizzy at all times. So we we have it. So the 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 thing is spinning, right? The octagon is yeah, spinning. Not too fast though. Not too fast, no. But the camera is rigged to the octagon. So from our point of view as the audience, it mm. looks like it's stationary. But from the inertial forces experienced by the fighters mm. are always throwing them yes. out to the extremities and they're dizzy. Yeah, yeah. DFC. Mm. The dizzy <laughs> fighting championships. And when they're not using mm. the octagon for um, uh, fighting matches, you know, they yeah. slow it down and use it as a revolving restaurant or something. Yeah, yeah or I think that's beautiful. Or oh, one sp- giant lazy Susan. Speed it up, yes. use it as a salad spinner. Yeah. You know? Of course. I, uh, you know? Once you've got some large spinning sort of yeah. cage, why not sort of in its downtime? Mm. Like David Sharma, you know, a candidate for Wentworth, said when schools aren't being used, like, you know, they're only used a third of the time, why don't we put them on Airbnb? I think you're spinning uh, ultimate fighting cage. Chuck it up there. Mm-hmm. People can use it as a giant salad. Spin. Philosophical question, though. Mm. Um, yes. Salad underwater in a spinning <laughs> salad. Can, can it ever be dry? <laughs> Sure, yeah. I mean, maybe the spinning would sort of extract some of the salt or something. Like yeah. That. I don't know. Or is it kind of more of a centrifuge? Maybe we could use it for sort of for, for the mm. the early stages of sort of making uh, uranium, like sort of nuclear bomb grade uranium or <laughs> yeah, something like that. Yeah, sure. I sure. mean, it's a, it's, a, it's a market economy. I think if that's what the market wants to use this for, if the, um, mm. you know, the North Koreans or something want to hire it for a couple of hours <laughs> to, to refine some plutonium, then... That's that's just what the market wants, and uh, we'd be fools not to take their twenty seven dollars fifty a night plus cleaning fee. I would just like to see um, one category of the underwater fighting club be mm. man versus a sea creature, mm. and wow. and again same weight class. So right, because I mean, what are we talking like a tuna? Yeah, I guess tuna, but anything that's like if you can find a squid that is that is the same weight as you, which mm. I guess in in the ocean we're all weightless. Uh. So so it's actually <laughs> your weightless it, cr- class. Is that is that the case? Is that the case that we're all weightless in the uh, ocean? I think you do have some uh, weight. No, 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 weightless. No. Okay, so it's like space. Oh, I'm, then. I'm thinking of orcas in space. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You fight sea creatures, yeah, in, in space. space. Great, okay, yeah, in okay. a tag team, mm. tank team. No, mm. sorry, I don't. Tank ta- team underwater, tag team in space. Yeah, tag team in space. Uh, one so. man, one sea creature versus one man, one sea yeah, creature. Also, I like it. and both the sea creatures are also male. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> Yeah, for balance. Just for balance. I don't. And, the, and the sea creatures wear a mask, like in Mexican wrestling. Just to. I think that's really good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> also, so that they can breathe. Sure. Yeah. I mean, just this. I was thinking of an orca's an orca's spacesuit would just be mostly like a tank over its hole, over its back hole. You could have its. It could have its mouth free to do whatever it wants. Mm. Right. With us, we need to cover our our, our mouth. When we're in space, because that's where we're breathing from. Mm-hmm. But they have their mouth free, so they, they could be holding, like, you know, tools. And if they're fixing the outside of a ship or whatever, they've got their mouth free to, <laughs> to like, hold a screwdriver while they sort of while they while they, With in. their arms, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, that I must guess, be so good for them to keep their flippers free well, for that well, fine manual work. <laughs> well, because a flipper, a flipper is already kind of essentially like a, what's that, that screwdriver with the, just the flat? 
the yeah, flat, regular flathead um, screwdriver. Flathead <laughs> screwdriver. So if you had a, a whale space station, they mm. could just use ones that you know they like screws that are big enough that you mm. could just use your flipper. I would argue that if you'd never progress progressed beyond the flathead screwdriver, there's no way you would have made it to space. That's well. I think I think, <laughs> I think, I think, I think these... Phillips head screws are one of the crucial stepping stones to conquering the galaxy. Well, that's why they have their mouth free so that they can hold a Phillips head in case somebody's put one in. Right, but then they'd have to spin their entire bodies to screw in the... Well, no, they just hold it with the two flippers. Wait. So they're holding it there while they're screwing other things with their, with their with hands, the, okay, with their right. flippers. Yeah, sure. And, right? then... and then when they need the extra screwdriver, yeah. they take it from their mouth, mm. put it in their flippers... And then just do this, like just. Are you, I, I, are you I, saying they're not wearing a space helmet though? Yeah, I'm <laughs> saying they. Well, they don't have to. They just have a space plug that goes just, into their blowhole. Well, no, hole. just just an air, yeah, just air, just an air sort of thing into their into <laughs> <Space> their plug. <laughs> yeah, space plug into their blowhole. They can have their mouth free because they don't they don't breathe through their mouth. Don't they? I mean, they probably could. They probably can, but they choose not to, so that they can have their mouth free. So <laughs> to hold screwdrivers. Hold screwdrivers. Come on, Wardy. I would go the opposite way and have the blowhole as your little sort of where you hold all your tools and just oh, it's basically grab it out of a little pen holder like you might have <laughs> exactly. on your desk. Yeah. <laughs> the, yeah. the challenge then is are they able to reach up there with a flipper? I don't know if their flippers reach around to the blowhole. Or do they kind of like do the... Do, do they just have a button that they can press on their chest or whatever where different screwdrivers and tools cut, just stick out of their blowhole and then they just do all their work from the blowhole? So it's just, it's like mm. lodged in there and then they kind of just spin themselves because they're used to spinning like that mm. from, from when they were swimming, mm. from when they were sort of water-based creatures. Yeah. Just a, a question on um, screwdrivers. <laughs> yeah, thank God. Do you uh, imagine inventing the screwdriver and then along comes Phillips and just all he does is add a little cross bit Mm. to yeah. your original screwdriver mm. and then Mr. Arrogant names it after himself. That's mm. true, right? yeah. Where, where you haven't named your original screwdriver, like a mm. Smith's screwdriver or something. Yeah. You'd, be, you'd mm. be incredibly annoyed and disappointed. Yeah, it's, 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 it's incredibly arrogant. And really, if you are, say you are Smith and you've made the regular screwdriver mm. and then Philip just adds an extra cross, yeah. really he's just made a double Smith. Right? He has. That's still that's still your idea. I know, I know. You'd be kicking yourself though that you didn't a that you didn't name the screwdriver after yourself. Sure, sure. Unless your name was John Screwdriver. John Screwdriver. Yeah. John Regular. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. And two, you'd be kicking yourself that you didn't. I presume you didn't take out some sort of patent and uh, you know mm. reap the uh, eternal mm-hmm. uh, benefits of mm-hmm. um, sales of Phillips head screwdrivers. Mm. Ironically, your grip on the screwdriver industry slipped out ah, like a yeah. uh, like a, a regular screwdriver yes. out of one of your very screws. Yes. That's why I think these days they teach entrepreneurs and inventors mm. to, when you invent a thing, you've got to then invent every version of it that could possibly exist. Mm-hmm. Yes. So that way you're kind of undercutting mm. your competition. Mm. So like you invent... The Dyson Airblade. Okay, but right? then you also have to invent one that sort of takes all the water and then freezes it and gives it back to you <laughs> yeah. as ice cubes mm-hmm. to take away. <laughs> yeah, and then sometimes you do you do the one that is a portable one that you put on your mouth to blow <laughs> out ca- to blow out ca- candles on on your birthday when you don't have lung capacity and dry your tongue when you want an excuse to not lick any stamps. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> 
And so you just invent every variety yeah. mm. that way. Like That would take a long time, though, wouldn't it? I think you could probably get a computer to do a lot of it. Oh, like yeah, you yeah. just take keywords and you just yeah. switch them out, right, and you automate it and then you just, you know, you, you patent them. Or interns. Digitally. Interns to do it. Yeah, you get interns. Yeah. Mm. But you said when they teach you that sort of stuff at entrepreneur mm. school, uh, the, I'm pretty sure the screwdriver story is chapter one in the textbook of, of the mistakes not to make. Mm. Yeah, which is to just make something quite good and useful and then yeah. be undercut. Yeah, yeah, that's mm. right. Mm. Yeah, I mean. How would it be if uh, aliens came down to Earth and the great technology that they wanted to share with us was the Phillips <laughs> screwdriver? Sorry, guys, we've already already got it. Uh, oh. So um, thank you, but uh, they could be really offended. Not time travel, or uh, you know, sort of. Oh no, no, we have crossed the eons of black, <laughs> inky eternity of space to bring you the greatest discovery our could, race, our ancient race, has ever. Could you tell us how to travel long distances through space? No, no, you don't understand. <laughs> it's it's a screwdriver <laughs> that enables you to screw in screws with a sort of a cross shape. Things yeah. will things will sort of be held in place, mm. and you know it's kind of like a nail. <laughs> Essentially, it does everything that a nail can do, mm. but you turn it a little bit more. Yeah, now we sort of already got one of those. Uh, yeah, we we we, ha- we already have those. We sort of we magnetize the tips so they stay onto your screwdriver. Yes, magnetize the tip. Ah. God damn it! <laughs> what would we? What if we cross the eons to another alien Ooh. civilization to bring mm. them gifts of technology? What would we take? The, maybe the Dyson Airblade. Dyson Airblade, <laughs> a bow and arrow. Bow and arrow. Yeah. I mean, Dyson Airblade is pretty good because Dyson mean, Airblade feels like something that if we came across the right alien enemy, like it say it was some kind of land-based squid or something, it could be a very effective weapon against yes. them. Yes. You know, to sort of dry Wouldn't their skin the great, and yeah. Suck them, you know, their flappy little limbs. Or a great something. twist at the end of the story is that mm. this, is Dyson himself probably pipes up. Nobody's been listening to him, mm. Mm. Um, but then he pipes up and shows them that the Dyson Airblade can indeed uh, destroy the, much like uh, the, the common cold destroyed uh, the the Martians in um, War of the Worlds, or a seawater killed the Triffids in Attack of the Triffids in the movie. At least that one was particularly like really what? seawater. The ta- yeah, the Triffids, Day of the Triffids. In the movie, Day of the Triffids, they kill the Triffids with seawater. They really? squirt them. Yeah, they're in a lighthouse or something. They squirt them with water and the Triffids go, can, oh, no. It can be very dehydrating. Mm. Right. You know, so then they die to dehydrate. You're not thinking of signs. No, that was just regular water, wasn't right, right. it? Oh, yes, regular water. So yeah. You got tap water. Sorry. God, come on. Yeah, yeah. Totally pre- different. Um, you- I, look, I, I, I could be wrong. But if I am, I will kill myself. So if anyone brings it to my attention, I want you to know that you will mm. kill. You will. You'll have my blood on your hands. You know there was a sequel to Day of the Triffids, an officially, uh, you know, um, official sequel to called Night of the Triffids, mm. sanctioned it? by the Wyndham Estate. Yeah, I mm. haven't read it, but it's... No, so not written by. No, because John uh, Wyndham died in the 60s probably. But salt water, was it? It was, yeah, <laughs> yeah in a lighthouse. <laughs> yeah. Is it, was he that guy in that famous photo of the lighthouse with that huge wave and then the, the lighthouse That's keeper him. looks out? That's him. Yeah. That was John yeah. Wyndham? Anyway, all that seawater <laughs> landed on him, right? Turns out he was, he was allergic. Oh, no. Well, yeah. was, that was the commentary position for the underwater fight club too. <laughs> yeah. Just in the lighthouse looking down. 
and uh, it, wow, so you have to like try to like see through the reflections on the on the top of the water. And, and well, and quite a lot of sloshing, uh, sort, yes, of, sort yes. of whitewash. Mm. You do have a Dyson aquascope, though. Oh, oh yes, nice. that's another little, one of the major sponsors of the competition. <laughs> the Dyson, is the Dyson aquascope. aquascope. So does it blow air, or is it, <laughs> <laughs> it blows air in a tunnel-like uh, kind of formation that allows you to almost make a tunnel through the ocean down to so so you, you're basically looking through. Clean air. I think this is that's actually a pretty cool idea because you can get those water, you know, sucking. What are those things in the ocean? The I believe the Nautilus was sucked at. Yeah, whirlpool, right? Maelstrom. Yeah, yeah. that's more in the sky. Maybe a maelstrom. No, no. Mail. You can can have a you can have a maelstrom in anything. Definitely in the water. Could you have Could you have a maelstrom in custard? Yes, you could. Yeah, great. Yeah, great. What about what about with just physical objects? Let's say it was like a. Um, like, in poltergeist. like in Poltergeist, I open the door and every all the stuff's going swirling around in the in the air. Oh yeah, you know, all mm. the toys in the kids' room. You could call that a maelstrom. Like a bucket of Angry Birds could could Why that not? under yes. the right conditions yes. have a yes. maelstrom in there? Yes. Yeah, great. Mm-hmm. I think maelstrom's just a, a cooler word than whirlpool and, and and more a clever shows that I'm more clever than you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, for some reason, it makes me think of Goth. Yeah, right. Well, there was a story by. Um, Listen in. Get your pens out for this one. All right. uh, there was a story oh. by Edgar Allan Poe called "Descent into the Maelstrom." Oh yeah, right. And somebody yeah. was falling into a, a twirly sort of a twirly thing. Yep. No, yeah. no, 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 no. They were going to the beach. Especially <laughs> no. the name. But it of was a, place. a great title. But great it was title. very. But it was a very. Uh, it sounds better than "Descent into the Whirlpool," doesn't it? Mm. Yeah, that's true. Because then that's got pool in it, which makes you sound like you're going to have fun. If I was the white goods manufacturer, I would have named myself Miles. <laughs> no, <laughs> I would have. Just sounds think, more classy, I like Smeg I, or Bosch or sure. Smeg. I, I think <laughs> Smeg's I, classy. I think I think both Smeg and Bosch are, are terrible names for white goods, and they shouldn't have been allowed to get as far as they they did. I think the only <laughs> thing that would be worse as a name is possibly Maelstrom because it also conveys <laughs> the idea of sort of destru- indiscriminate destru- destruction which is not necessarily something you want to associate mm. with your dishwasher. Um, sure. No, but they might just only make washing machines which which do rely on the water going around think, and around. I think mm. even so the sort of the terrifying vortex taking mm. one into the deep yeah. unknown yeah. Um, with 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 violence and uh, unpleasantness aplenty is 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 not a good name. For but I mean, I mean, I think the the only company that really could have called themselves Maelstrom would have been Dyson. But he learned from the screwdriver guy that you got to yeah. name the company after yourself. After yourself, yes. So he's a, yes. What about Melee? Happy with Melee as a as a brand name I'm in fine with, It makes me think of honey because of the first four letters are honey in Fr- French. Mille. Miel. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. But I think this is, was that German, Miele? I think it is, yeah. Yeah. Mm. It's a good, good quality vacuum cleaner, but now I have a robot vacuum cleaner, so I don't use my regular vacuum cleaner. A robot much. vacuum cleaner? Got it as a present. Jeez, I wouldn't trust one of them. No? no. I, I reckon that it is... AI. It's, it's a, yeah, it's a, Chi- it's, a, it's a Chinese company, and I think they're probably stealing all my interesting Wi-Fi information. And dust. Mm. Yeah, yeah, and cleaning what the Chinese want. To be cleaned in your house, not what you want. <laughs> <laughs> Which is 
certain areas of the house. Jeez, this my study is very dirty. Why isn't the robot uh, vacuum cleaner cleaning my study? My study is very dirty. That's really undermining my productivity and leading to a general slump in Australia's economic fortunes, reducing our standing in the Pacific and making it easier for the Spratly Islands to be developed in the South China Sea. Yes. I remember writing that down. Yeah. A sneaky robot vacuum cleaner. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, it, it is... You know, the fact that they got into our Should our I write sneaky and... Chinese robot vacuum? Does that make it seem... I mean, look, we are we are suggesting that the Chinese are spying and trying to... But I think that's that's the whole joke, right? I think that's a, I think... a, a large portion of the joke. It could be anyone. We could jo- joke. We could, we could join <laughs> No joke. We could John Marsden it, and we could just call them strangers from the north. You know? Ah. Mm. Is that what he did? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. In a way, that's even more racist to me. Really? Nah, it's not <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, nah. You could have, could just use a slur. Now, when we were going into, uh, sorry, have we got five ideas yet? I've got to catch the uh, tram. We so, look. But... Some, some, some... <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> we do, we do have five, but I, I'm looking. You got us good though, Wardy. You got us good. We really thought you had to catch the tram. Uh, I drove oh. stupidly. Oh yeah, well, well, but if you caught the tram, you'd still be stuck on Sydney Road, which was the the problem in the first place, right? Uh, no, Sydney Road was, was the traffic was okay. Oh really? Yeah. Oh well, there you go. I was on the way along Sydney Road. I was thinking if Sydney Road came up on this podcast, mm. I was thinking, well, what what does Sydney Road mean to a listener in America or, sure. or France, where where sure. meal means honey? I mean, do they? Mm. Mm. Do you do you need to describe? Just it's a well, busy road, isn't it? With trams, which are mm, large mm-hmm. bus-like uh, things that okay. run along the middle. And of the They roads. have wheels, which are kind of circular yeah, yes. uh, things. They 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 yes. often are fitted on actual. Axle, shops on either side of the road. Sorry, which a, a shop is sort of a, yeah. a sort of a box, a big box yeah. with a flap in the front where you can go in and you swap things for other things. You can That's sort of buy right. smaller boxes. Mm. That, Sometimes, yeah, that, and then inside the box it could be stuff, but not shops. The smaller boxes aren't shops. Yeah, you don't Unless buy things in the smaller boxes. We box. use money in the shops like you like you do, listener. Mm. Um, now, money, I realise, sounds like honey. Yes. But with the that M makes you in, think of Miele. Think of Miele, so we're sort in of back French. where we started. But, yeah. 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 Um, anyway, so, yeah, Sydney Road. So um, I think that maybe people who are not from here uh, are happy to learn a little bit about Melbourne piece by piece by having little yeah. things introduced to them that they've never heard of, like Sydney Road mm. and, and being uh, drip fed. Being drip drip fed, and then my, you know maybe one day they'll they'll Google it and they'll be like, oh, what is Sydney Road? And then they'll look it up and they'll go, oh, it's just this road that kind of has like a. It's weird that the only thing that they know about Melbourne is that it has a Sydney Road in it. Mm. Sydney being the other big city in Australia. Yeah, it's. It's that's it's that's the kind of intrigue that will lead to a, a definite sure. Google. I'm sure. sure on Google Earth you can look up Sydney Road and, and take a virtual cruise along the road. Oh, well, there you go. They should look at it at Sydney Road, and then you can go back in time on on, on Google Maps, and you can see what it looked like sort of ten years ago. Really? Yeah. You, there's there's that option for every time basically they've sent through the Google oh. car or whatever. Oh. So Google and Maps actually does allow you to travel through time and space. Mm-hmm. Mm. Space-time. Einstein would have loved Google Maps. Oh, he would have loved it. Um, if only you'd live to see Google Maps. Mm. <laughs> so real, sad. That was the real tragedy, I it think. It was, yeah. Of Einstein's death. Yeah. From... Malaria, I think. Right, I thought Malaria, it was salt... Malaria, <laughs> really? I think I thought it was. was salt water poisoning. But, uh, I thought it was yeah. a whale. 
It was a yeah. weird little it was, it was something that tied into something we said earlier that sounds funny when we call it back, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. That's I what it might was. Be. Yeah. yeah. I hope so anyway. It would be yeah. <laughs> rather than the sadness of somebody actually dying of something probably he got from a mosquito. Mm. He died from Welcome to This Podcast. <laughs> we don't say that. Uh, what podcast? No, welcome to this podcast. Oh, don't you? No, no, we were. Just... It's so incredible. He, well, he he died of being having Michael Ward introduced to him. Really? I, that would be amazing. He though, it? died of the planet broadcasting uh, sting. <laughs> mm. <laughs> he died of um, <laughs> pressing play on the podcast app. Yeah. Uh, um, if only Einstein had lived. See, I think if somebody could have lived forever. Einstein would have been a good one, but I think he, he would have had to have, you know, sort of undergone some kind of surgery, some kind of, you know, mutation or something like that to make him live. Mm. So he would still be around, but he might have, like, been given an exoskeleton and then, like, a, sure. you know, sort of like a... So it'd be like a crab. <laughs> yeah. And we could fight him <laughs> against... Uh, <laughs> with a shark. A shark in an exoskeleton, to Say, be fair. Okay, so... <laughs> Humanity gets together and mm-hmm. we all chip in, everyone in the world chips in a couple of bucks to buy Einstein a robotic exoskeleton that allows him to live forever. But in doing so, we all sort of own Einstein. We get yeah. to sort of mm. tell him what to do. How long do you think it is before, like, he's towards, and also bear in mind that towards the end of his life, he wasn't really making any valuable theories, no. okay? He didn't really progress his theory of the grand unified mm. theory of any, everything. Yeah, right. Okay, so, you know, is it like 50, 60, 100 years in the future? Humanity's been funding, keeping Einstein alive this mm-hmm. whole time. Yep. And he hasn't given us much. How long until we get him to fight a shark? Well, that's right. It's kind of like, it's sort of like Brexit. At some point, somebody exactly. just puts it to a vote. <laughs> somebody decides, you know what? I'll just put it to a vote. All right. Yeah, we'll just sort this out. People are saying, like, there's a lot of dis- dissent and, you know, a lot of uh, right wing websites are sort of building up the idea that we have to let Einstein fight a shark. We'll just do mm-hmm. a referendum. We'll get it out of the way. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm sure. I am sure that the good people of the earth won't vote for Einstein to fight a shark. Mm-hmm. And then it'll be, have been put to bed. There'll be no further debate on the issue. Anyway, yeah. we put it to a referendum. It's like 60% of people want Einstein to fight a shark. Yeah. yeah. And then we're like, right, okay, well, now we've got to make this happen. And now we have to create. We all, not only do we have to create this underwater sort of octagon, sort of, mm. I guess it's like a, but it's like a, what's a, what's a sort of a, a 3D octagon? Mm. You know how you do what you say? Dodecahedron? Like, I don't know. No, Octo- he- that's oh, also oct- 2D. Mm. You know, so so rectangular prism. So it's probably just octangular prism. Octangular. Yeah. Yes. Do you think so? Octangular prism. No. No. What about a an octangular cylinder? Like what do you call like a like a like a like a wait? Oh, okay, so is it just flat? Is it just <laughs> this flat? Is the kind of details we get stuck on instead just, of the big idea? Is it just idea flat on the top and flat on the bottom? Your your oct- octangular prism. Is it, it just be. flat on the top and flat on can the bottom? Can be, or it could just be. It could be. Could be octagons both ways. I th- yeah, yeah. I think. Well, well, but 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 flat. But then it would be like a cre- uh, like a soccer ball or something. Yeah. Look. All right. Just for the sake of it, it'll be like a like a cylinder, but octo- octagon shape. So it's right. just long. Lo- a long octagon. It's long, and then it's it's got enough width to fit a whale in or. A, a mako shark or whatever, mm, mm. and then Einstein as a crab, uh, with a sort of like yeah. But I think I think I think if we're gonna get him to fight in this league, yeah, he's not only gonna have to. Oh, this would be the twenty thousand league under the sea. <laughs> yeah, it'll be one of those leagues. That's one of the twenty thousand. 
Um, you have lots of jewels in that one. Yeah, absolutely. And and he'll be one of those crabs that collects. Jules sort of, Verne. Ah, uh, <laughs> I was tr- I was trying to work out. I I was going to su- suggest it was one of those crabs that puts sort of decorates its shell. Also, there are a lot of duels, yeah. like duel duel one on one fights. The, so yeah, I that's... was very thrown by that, and also probably a lot of jewels, J E W E L, on yes. the on the belt that they wear. Yes, yes and yes. also on the inflatable uh, life belt that takes them to the surface. Pirates bury treasure underwater. Mm, yeah, do they? Not intentionally, but yes. Oh really? So when when they were buried, no, they, 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 what they didn't do that underwater? They would actually just do that on land. How do you dig a hole underwater if you're a pirate? X marks the spot. Uh, get a bit of sh- get a shovel. <coughs> yeah, right. You go down there. You get one. You, you get, go down there. Okay, two, I feel okay. like you skipped over some steps, haven't you? So okay, two guys. You can't two, say go down there. Okay, two guys, two pirates. One's got a shovel. All right, that shovel's already weighing him down, <laughs> and he's also cu- holding a big chest filled with. <laughs> With metal. Okay. Okay. Another so one's hold holding it. a locker, like a Davy Jones locker that he's... That's what. That's where Davy Jones locker comes from. I don't know what a Davy Jones locker is. It was a heavy locker that they used to enable them to sink to the bottom of the ocean. Mm. Yeah, right. Well, let's see, that, that's really good. Because I was going to get the second guy to be swimming downwards, pushing the other person <laughs> yeah. so that they could just sort of stand normally as the, the hands push them down on the right, ground. Right. The other person's kind of swimming down while the other guy shovels yeah. like that. And then, uh, and then eventually, they just both together lift the, the you know, or just tip, tip the gold into the mm, ground like mm, that. And then they mm. would sort of put a stick there or something. Put two sticks in an X mm, formation. Mm. Just they go, remember that bit. Yeah, you, <laughs> you absolutely got that. Yeah. Yes, and I stand corrected. Yeah. Can I just say, uh, Davy jo- Jones's Footlocker, right, is a pirate uh, shoe shop. Yes. And. Uh, <laughs> You know how in regular sh- shoe shops yeah. they have one sh- shoe on the shelf, yeah. and then they've got the other ha- other one out the back. Yeah. If you so you can't steal it. Yeah. Well, obviously, because uh, all pirates have only got one leg. Yes. Uh, they only have half the shoe on the shelf, uh, uh, and then they have the the other half out the back. Yes. If you, if yes. You wanna... So they can't. The pirates can't exactly, steal it, yeah. which is in their nature. In their nature, very much. I mean, it's a, it's a ter- it's a terrible demographic to choose to target your one-legged shoe yeah, shop towards the absolutely. standard pirate. Absolutely. But, uh, How do you reckon they mend the shoe right before they they do it? Like, I know, I know this is a really awful question that doesn't help anything, <laughs> but. But what do you reckon they use? Glue? Yeah, or hot, what, glue what, like, hot glue gun. Hot glue gun. Hot glue gun. HGG. HG Jeep? Yeah. No, HGG, hot glue gun. Oh, mm-hmm. HGG. That's what it's known in the biz. And do they do this underwater? Or this is not an underwater no, shop? No, we're in the shop. Mm. No underwater <laughs> shop. <laughs> no shop underwater. Now, oh. sorry, shop, remember, is just a box with a flap yeah, at the front. Right. Sydney sorry, Road. Yeah, yeah. Sydney so, Road. But now you're going to have to picture it without Sydney Road, obviously. Yeah. I know that, that context. I can't like, do that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying. So, but... I think I've just been picturing every sketch idea involves us being underwater. This is the underwater episode. If, That's fine. Um, uh, if you were smart, uh, you would open a, uh, if, if, you know, if David Jones' <laughs> footlocker was in your street and the, and mm. the shop next door became vacant, if you were smart, you would open like a bird seed. Uh, oh yeah, sure. For to cater for the parrots. Absolute um, synergy. Yeah. For the, for the parrot traffic. Oh, that mm. see, and this is this is the, this is what would happen, right? Somebody would open up a parrot seed stuff place right next door, and then Davy Jones is going to be like, 
I should have thought of that. And so he's going to just start selling, like, just on the counter, just ah. as little giveaways, like, just little little bells, little bells yeah. of seeds and stuff like that. Like mm-hmm. that. Point and of then, sale stuff that's like an impulse for the pirate. Mm-hmm, <laughs> All exactly. the parrot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then, well, because the pirate's got the, got the pirate's ear. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Bird seed. Bird seed. <laughs> bird bell. Uh, and the pirate goes, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. just this once. Oh. But then that guy next door with the bird seed shop, he's getting undercut now. And then they they all you know they all know criminals. He brings shoes in. He brings oh that's a good idea. <laughs> he brings shoes in. <gasps> shoes. On the counter there. What about yes. shoes? Shoes for the wood for the for the wooden leg as well. You know like you know like those. Do you kind need of, a shoe for a wooden leg? Maybe well, just a rubber stopper. Yeah, that rubber yeah. stopper. That yeah, you... <laughs> rubber stopper. They made a movie of that, didn't they? <laughs> rubber stopper. Stephen yeah. Hall was in that. Wasn't yeah, he was. He? Yes. <laughs> rubber stopper. Stopper. <laughs> Very violent. <laughs> Um, there's so a lot of a, doors a, slamming yeah. until these guys came along. Yeah. A reference to Romper Stomper, the Australian skinhead film. Great film. Uh, and this is Rubber Stopper, uh, <laughs> which is the same movie but with pirates instead yes. of skinheads. Yep. Yeah. And I don't, I haven't actually seen it, so I don't know anything else that happens. You've never seen Romper Stomper? I have not. No. Oh wow. I don't like violence. Oh, fair enough. Mm. You should see it for St- Stephen Hall uh, is in a sailor suit. That's a that's a Enough. Oh, is he dressed as a pirate? No, as a sailor. Oh, uh, well, there's some crossover. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Uh, anyway, but, yeah, but pirates stoppers. never get dressed as sailors. Mm. That's one of their things. Yeah, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. How would you, um, if you were in the rubber stopper mm. game, <laughs> yep. how would you diversify your product? Would it just be different colours? High heel? High heel. Because it's all heel, though. Yeah. So just a thick stopper. Yeah, or maybe a stiletto. Oh yeah, a nice I, thin one. I uh, don't don't steal this idea if you're in the rubber stopper game listening. Yeah. Because it's copyrighted, as I say it. But uh, I'd have a sort of mm. a rubber stopper that lights up every time it hits the ground, right. like Beautiful. a little light inside, and so yeah. mm. you know, that'd be pretty good. Or, or a little plays a little musical tune. Mm-hmm. It's not just the look; it's also mm. the sound as well. I think even like mm. you know you could. Because you've got a rubber stopper, but maybe you actually liked the sound of the wood hitting the wood. The clip clop. Yeah, yeah, the clop like that. But that was quite hard on your hip bone. Yeah. Just mm. that dunk, that dunk, like that. So you put it, it makes a sound like a... I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. The clip claw mm. as you go, but you get that sort of soft cushiony yes. thing like that. Yes. So it just has like a, a maybe a um, a microchip with a, like a little piezoelectric sensor, mm. and then maybe it wirelessly sends a signal to a sort of a Bluetooth speaker that's strapped to your belt or, or something like yeah, that. Or maybe you could make the eye patch could be a speaker. So or, like an artificial clip clop on an artificial leg. Mm. Yeah, is is incredible. Yeah, so that's I think they cancel each other out, and it's basically a real leg now. At that point, yes. Yeah. Yes, um, I think I do like also these these two shops now kind of like one upping each other. So so he, okay, the the birdseed guys does put shoes on his on his, mm. as the point of sale sort of things, but then he also 
starts stalking the rubber stoppers. And so people are like, actually, I'm just going to go to this place. I know initially it was just a bird place. There. But yeah, you can get not, not, not only everything you can get from the shoe shop, but more. Wait a minute. Yeah. Wait a minute. And then across the road, a guy opens a plank shop. Mm. Now what's going on? <laughs> well, now now you've got yourself a pirate hub. You've got a, just a, a, you've got like a triangular a, pirate hub. Yeah. Yeah. You've got a real di- a district. Yeah. And Head the plank- on down to pirate district for all your pirate needs. Planks. Rubber stoppers, bird seed, <laughs> single shoes, uh, eye patch speakers, mm. eye patch speakers. Mm. I, I would, I would. The eye patch obviously has a lowercase i. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> um, then uh, you know, oh, the... if I if I if I had a uh, a ch- a child pirate store, I'd yes. call it eye patch. Or the eye yes, patch or something like yes. that. And surely somebody's calling their shop Jolly Rogers. Mm. Come mm. on down to Jolly Rogers for all mm. your pirate needs. Uh, what about Keel Ooh. Hall? Keel yeah. Hall's good. Yeah, you could get a... Oh, what a what a hall. At Keel Hall. Yeah. They would advertise late at night, obviously. Obviously. Mm. Um, what about... When, when advertising is cheap. What about this? <laughs> what about this? <laughs> well... Then you don't have to spend as much as your of your gold. That's right, your doubloons. Yeah, I think you want to advertise to the parrots late at night when advertising is cheap. (laughs) Cheap, cheap, cheap cheap, to the cheap, cheap. all important parrot demographic. Yeah, (laughs) which is broken down not only by uh, Mm. parrots but also the age of parrots. You know, eighteen to thirty-nine parrots, year-old parrots. There are Mm. parrots who live to like a hundred and ten. Some of those grey parrots live really old, and macaws as well might be particularly Mm. long-lived. I did just look up macaws because I remember hearing about a macaw that lived one hundred and ten, one hundred and twenty years. But apparently, their average age span is about fifty. That's good. I mean, and, that's good for them. And by that time, they're, you know, their hips going and they mm. need a leg replacement or a hip mm. replacement. And I don't know, maybe maybe the, the bird shop is selling tiny, tiny little, little leg peg legs. Yeah, absolutely. Peg legs. And what would be really nice is if they, if they sold little smaller birds to go on the, on the parrot's shoulders. <laughs> no, no, it would be a tiny pirate. Oh, it would be a tiny <laughs> pirate to go on the, the, the shoulder of the parrot. <laughs> <laughs> it's the ultimate revenge of the parrot is to have a tiny pirate on their <laughs> shoulder. And so, do you think the, the the parrots are kind of always plotting against the pirate that they're who's I guess sustaining them? Sure. I think the well, pi- I think pirates that pa- pamper their parrots, which by the way, those words are very pirate and parrot are very similar mm. words. Pirates pampering parrots is a good tongue twister. Pirates pampering yeah. parrots with purposeful paraphernalia from yeah. the parrot pop up store. Yeah, uh, store. Yeah, <laughs> pop up emporium then. Stu- yeah. I can't say the last one. Stu- what? St- st- mm. Um But uh, I think you know a, a pirate who pampers his parrot is uh, is maybe a funny funny character in some way. You've got to pamper your parrot, or else it flies off. It's not just it's not it's not sewn to your shoulder or glued to your shoulder. It's there because Ooh. it wants to be there, and mm. pre- presumably because you are pampering it and it hangs around. But if you don't pamper your parrot, it's off. It's gone. So, so yeah, so because you, you don't think about that, that that you know the 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 pirate is actually being quite tender to to one animal. Like you know, whilst whilst mm. all this kind of you know murdering and sort of like you know yeah. what a throat slitting I imagine yes, it's, it's yes. a lot of like slowly running blades across yes. not oh. no, it's big thick oh. <laughs> jeez and not clean blades no, either no. no no rusty you don't show the kind of care to your blade that you do to this 
small bird. Why are you hitting yeah. I don't mic? know. And banging the table as well, Alistair. It's, it's, a, my, it's my new style. I, I hate I'm it. Being, I being, hate it. It makes I'm, me angry. I'm being reckless today. Yeah. It's, it's like all the, the pirate, pirate talk. It's gone to your head. Um, anyway, so I think I've kind of written down, it's a Davy Jones footlocker and retail all-out brawl. You know, as, mm. as this kind of like the, 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 the pirate knickknacks and the pirate... Just that pirate market was huge. This would have been at one of those sort of stopover islands where pirates would go mm. and get... Yeah, we've basically talked about the evolution of a neighbourhood. You know, the fir- first somebody takes the plunge mm. to open a pirate-themed shop. People say it's not going to work. Yeah. Mm. And then another mm. shop comes along and then a third, the plank shop maybe across mm-hmm. the road. Mm. Suddenly you've got a district and mm. that attracts certain types. Yeah. Mm. And then, and then suddenly, they have an annual pirate street festival. Absolutely. Mm. And then suddenly, you, as a pirate, you can't not go there because this is a thing that serves your needs and it gives you a, like, uh, because everybody is buying all this, this great pirate equipment from there, you're actually at a disadvantage if you don't go visit this place and get the latest and greatest uh, pirate, you know, mm-hmm. knick-knack. Mm-hmm. Then you've got pirate cafes uh, opening up. Absolutely. Pirate, pirate restaurants. Um, yeah. Pirates are moving in and sort of gentrifying the place. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, <laughs> that's They're... the buccaneers, I think, with their, yes. their buccaneering oh, yeah. regular income. Yes, 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 yes. I suppose probably people who make boats, or I guess, or do you, do you make a boat as a pirate, or do you steal it? Oh, you'd steal it. Yeah, oh, yeah. but I guess you could have a shop where you could steal boats from. <laughs> yes, I guess. I guess so. But yeah. it's okay because the pr- the price is built in to the boats. That's right. So. You know, they they factor in the fact that all the boats will be stolen when they price them. So <laughs> That's you, right. So yeah. all they need to do is sell one boat a one year. One boat for infinity dollars. Mm. Doubloons. I guess and, they, uh, yeah. Sure, surely a cafe would be just called Cannonballs. Meet me at Cannonballs. Surely. Absolutely. Surely. And, surely. And like name po- it. Think of another name. Porridge, porridge would be served out of a little cannon. Uh, yeah, yes, you yes, yes. Can- you would be oh. shot into your bowl from the cannon. <laughs> You'd have a bowl on your table, and across uh, from the from the kitchen, they'd, yeah. they'd fire the, your your oh, that's cool. porridge into your bowl. I and they're, it, they're very clever. Oh, I think it's very, yeah, that's very clever. I was thinking maybe even just the small cannonball, and you the porridge is in there, and you light it, and you shoot the porridge into your mouth. Yeah, I think I think that's quite good because yeah. I think the 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 exploding gunpowder. If we could get it in such a way that the gunpowder cooks. The the explosion mm. cooks the porridge, on so the way it cooks to your it mouth. in the air yeah. on the way to your mouth, and you're you know you're down there. Wow. The, so it's served to you in a little cannon, pointing up at an angle. You, you you've <laughs> you've got a little uh, tamper there. You tamp it down, and you've got a, a lighted taper just sitting in a, in a in a little holder there of mm. some kind. You you put the taper to the wick. The wick burns down. And it, you open your mouth. It yep. shoots and cooks the porridge yeah. on its way. Yep. To impacting sort of in your soft palate up there at yeah. the top of your head. It's probably cooled in the last few seconds in, in the air. Mm, mm. Yeah. Yeah, as it rushes towards oh, yeah. they you. They know the distances. Oh, they've worked all well, that. Exactly. They would have worked all that. So out. Maybe they measure the way to measures you yeah. on the way down so yeah. they work out how much. And to... if you want a job at cannonballs, you tell you what, you've got to know how to swing on a rope. No oh, question. Absolutely. It's all rope swinging. Mm. Uh, rope swinging, the waiter coming over to your table. If mm. not, not walking, it's it's rope swinging. No, yeah, actually, a cutlass between their teeth. Yes, yes, yes. Which they which they is a pen. Ah. And that's how they take your order. It's a, it's a yeah. gimmicky it's a sort of thing. thing. Sure. Yeah. yeah, instead of the point at the point of the blade. So they kinda of have to hold it like up <laughs> near the tip of the blade. It's kinda of wobbling up top. It looks but a bit a, like a quill. Yeah. But then at the at the tip of the blade is what is just like a ballpoint. 
yeah, yeah, yeah. And they've got to say stuff like, you know, they come they come by when you're eating your meal and everything be okay, mm. that sort of thing. Yeah, you know, yeah, the yeah. pirates sort of talk. Uh, hearty meal, yes, is it? You know, yes, like, yes, are yes, you yes. having a good time? Yes, yes, mm. yes, yes, yes. Like, the, like they say. <laughs> <laughs> are. Um, are you having a good time? Everything be okay? I guess Tarzan would be quite good at swinging on the rope. So he could, you know, once mm. once he's sort of done with his, like, because I guess, you know, he's his lived, jungle he's career. The, yeah, his jungle career. He's kind of moved on to the ocean. Sure. He's doing all forms of. And once he moves off the ocean and then into the pirate back district. Back into, like, like so I guess this is just off the beach, yeah. Yeah. Um, I was picturing it around Burke Street. Really? Burke Street's another street in Melbourne. Ah, yes. Mm. Mm, learning a lot. Named, of course, after Mr. Burke. Mm. Yeah, um, yeah, a lot of people know that, but there you go. Yep. Yeah. Old Mr. Burke. Yeah. Old Berkey. That's another one you can look up on Google Maps. Mm-hmm. Have a look. Go through that time um, vortex. Just, just quickly, I wrote down on my ha- hand, and I'm sure this has been done in some sort of pirate comedy of some kind, but Peghead, that's a man who's had his head cut off. A pirate had lost his head in a fight, and they yeah. replaced it with a... A wooden peg, mm, I think I and have so seen he it. still fights and stuff. But he's got a oh yeah, seen it. I think I've seen yeah, that great. in a cartoon, maybe. Like yeah, a... it seems like something. Well, it's like it's comes from peg leg, doesn't it? Mm, yeah, that's yeah. right. The peg head, peg head. Yeah, mm. Mm. you know the guy who's all peg. All right, how about this head leg? He's a guy. <laughs> <laughs> so he, he, he his body his... was cut off. Yeah, yeah. His <laughs> he gets head, a head and his leg were both cut off, right? In a in a fight, right? And the surgeon there was sewing things back on. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe he was drunk or, or maybe it just there wasn't time to move the head all the way up to the neck to sew it on. He had to sew it onto something. It was down by the leg because it had fallen off. He quickly sewed it onto the nearest available gaping wound so it's there on the, mm. on the leg. And then later on he was able to secure the, the, the leg to the head hole. Mm. Uh, and now uh, <laughs> and now I guess you, he walks around he, with a long hat, long pointy hat. Or he uh, could hold a piece of wood in his mouth. Yeah, he holds it. He could Long, hold it. Like that? Yeah. Like that? You think maybe? I see, yeah. when I was imagining that while you were talking, I, um, yeah. I, I was picturing he just lost his leg. Mm. And then for some reason, the surgeon just puts another head on his thing. Another head? Yeah. Down he has leg where his leg was. And then suddenly he's like, no, wait, I don't want a head. And he goes, well, it's already got conscious autonomy now. And it says it wants to stay. Yeah. Like that. And then yeah. he's like, okay. It's a real he said, leg said scenario. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you going to believe? Old, Did, what, would, what would his pirate name be? Two-headed? Leg, leg beard? Leg, head, he, leg-headed. Leg head, hip. Head-legged. Um, leg, leg. Head. Did, you say, did you say brown beard? I said leg beard. What about brown beard? Yeah, okay. <laughs> he's, got, yeah, he's, got a, he's got a head for a leg and we call him brown beard. Well, that's good. On account of his beard is brown. Well, it's not. It's an ironic oh, nickname. Oh, I see, yes. Because <laughs> it's, it's kind of, it's, he's going grey quite young. <laughs> we thought that was an ironic thing. Um, I... I think we should go go to the three words. Um, mm, sure. We got the three words from our Patreon supporter today. Thanks to all our Patreon supporters who can chip in a small amount of money, which really supports the podcast, helps us to keep doing it and feel good and pay and our mortgages. Alistair. Pay the guests. 
pay, yep. pay attention to the guests, which we wouldn't be able to do if we were distracted thinking about money. Thinking about how poor we are. Um, and, uh, and so thank you we, and bless you. Now, well, this... you've just thanked me because I, yes, I. Oh, my God, you? Up to this point, yeah. it's been me contributing all the money to your show. Really? Under, under different names. Really? Yeah, so. My God, Michael. Yeah. Thank you. It's my You're, pleasure, guys. It's it's just important to me. No, but you um, don't know how how important it's been to both of us, especially Andy. And your ability to impersonate those people on on Twitter and sort of thing yeah, and interact with it's, us. It it's must no problem. Be almost a full time job. <laughs> Look, guys, when I created podcasting back in two thousand and four, <laughs> yeah. um, I created it for one reason and one reason only for, for guys like you to yeah. you know share your share, share your love of. Of things, <laughs> <laughs> and that's what we do here. Into microphones, and um, I'm just happy that it's worked out really well. So there I... are no podcast listeners in the world. It's all so, you. So it's just the one, the create, the guy who created podcasts is the only guy who listens to. Do you listen to all the podcasts and support all of them? Of course I do. So I guess well, I, I, do. You, I guess you must do it job. when you're washing up and that sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't called. It wasn't called. Of course, it wasn't called podcasting when I first invented it it was called comedians talking to other comedians about comedy <laughs> yeah. in a very boring and circle jerky way um but i don't know somebody uh, coined the phrase podcast and okay um, circle jerky it's yeah. a new product it's <laughs> it's salty yeah uh and all the, it's, it's circular it's circular so all the jerky strips are a little actually a mobius strip ah. we call it circle jerky and wait, a, a Mobius strip isn't a circle. Yeah, well, it sort of is. It's, I mean, it's round, isn't but, it? Strippy. But wouldn't you say like it's in like infinity jerky or in, in infinity? Infinity jerky. That's yeah. what we'll call infinity it. Infinity jerky. <laughs> I mean, mo- it doesn't have quite the same sort of ring. The name, the tight. I tell you what. If you ever want to strip paint, do not use Mobius paint stripper because it, it <laughs> the, the, the paint just ends up on the other side of the Absolutely. board. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, it's very confusing. Wait, but also calling your thing circle jerky. It's yes. like, ah, oh, no, but I really want to stick with the name Circle Jerky. I want when people buy my meat product, I want them to think about a bunch of guys in a room together tossing each other off. What are you talking about? Hey, No, it has the... got nothing to do with that. It's What? I've never even, I don't know, I have no idea where you came up with that, Alistair. What, Alistair, what? What about it's Mobius stripping, it's mm, sort of like the paint stripping, good. but every time you... You remove a piece of clothing and somehow goes onto another part of the body. <laughs> <laughs> it keeps, it keeps just, just ends up on your back. Yeah. Mm. And the music is slowed down in a really weird and there is that musical <laughs> phenomenon that you can play where it makes it sound like music is always speeding up or always slowing down. Right. <laughs> It's, like oh, it's, yeah. it's a way that they can do it, and it, it, it's just like a, a timing thing that makes it sound like it's always speeding up, but it's it's staying the same pace. That's crazy. Yeah. Mm. So uh, it's like a sort of a musical pal- parallelogram. I don't know, Andy. With you in shapes today, I can't. I'm not <laughs> yeah, even going to bother trying good, to imagine good. it. Anyway, um, so okay, the three yeah, words. Use, use the monetary contributions wisely, fellas. Thank par- you so much. Parallelogram uh, yeah, is a macaw, right? With a beak on both ends. It's not done. Sorry. You're going to take just my applause later? Just move on. Just move on. All right. So we got... I'll take your applause at the end. Yeah. <laughs> today, today, it's, it's the donator and uh, and word donator is yeah, me, Drew. Me, but anyway. Yeah, yes. but as 
Yep. Drew Peisner, but in, uh, in the middle. Yep, yep, yep. yep, yep. You, that's one of your... Yes, I love that Drew character. Peisner. Your, one he, of your alii. He's also used the middle name Bonzer or Bonza, I guess. Bonzer. But I think he's from Bonzer. America. He sounds pretty Aussie. Or the United Kingdom. Mm. Anyway, the three words today. Thank you, Drew and Michael. Pleasure. And uh, the, 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 the three words today are Cirque. All. C-I-R-Q-U-E. Yep. Oh, yeah. Duh. Yep. Uh. Subway. Cirque de Subway. Yeah, I mean, uh, what well, one of one of the interesting things about Cirque, uh, Cirque du Soleil is that you um, they very much they have a sort of a set menu when you go along to see it. You don't get to pick how many flips, back flips, and you know clown appearances and things where they roll down that rope <laughs> sure. uh, that you yep. want. So I mean, mm. ma- maybe maybe a sort of a choose your own you know, Cirque. Cirque du Soleil type scenario where you can go along to the big top or whatever and you say what you want. I mean, obviously, I think mm. there'd be a few more deaths because really they have to rehearse those things quite a bit in order to, to get yeah. them get them to the non-death point. Locked into sort of muscle memory and mm. things like that. But, you yeah. know, I think, a, a, you know, like a, a, cir- a, a circus where you get to tell them what to do. Mm. I mean, I guess it would be cool to just have a, a circus performer come to your house and you can just tell them what to do, like clean that and, <laughs> you know, go and... Yeah, I, I guess know. I guess just having a slave would be amusing <laughs> in some way. You're right. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't have to be amusing as long as it's... No, useful. you're right. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> but I mean, like, I guess if they can do, they can do tricks. Yeah. Like sort of paint your roof. I guess they would be good. Like you could trust oh. them to do it without having to invest in a harness and things like that. That would be great. Paint your roof. Mm. You, know, you get your roof painted every ten years or so. So I mean, you know, a, 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 one of those tumbling type people. If you could just cover them with paint and have them just roll around on your roof for a while, mm. doing the flips. One and of stuff. those tumbling type people. Yeah, yeah you know the yeah. you know the ones. Acrobats. I mean. uh, yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. But like one of the ones who tumbles. Mm. Yeah, oh, yeah. You yeah. know, not like one of the ones who does the poles or whatever. Yeah, or all those the swinging trapeze or something. Yeah, or that big mm. curtain. That big curtain feels like it's a new thing, right? You know that the big, big curtain. You know the big long curtain that they kind of just twirl their arms around. They just kind of they do they backflip oh, yeah, all yeah. the way up, and then they kind of do a it's few things. Sort of like a rope, but it's like a big silky flappy mm. uh, flappy thing. curtain. So I wouldn't really call it a curtain. I don't think it's wide enough to be a curtain. I think it's pretty wide. Yeah, well, I guess we're both. I mean, you know, but, agree. To... Okay, but, but if you had a curtain, let's say yeah. a really long curtain. Okay, a scrim. A scrim. I'm not sure what that is. Scrim? Is that a word? It sounds like something pirates would say. No, it's like scrim is like in theatre, the, the backdrop. Like mm. a scrim. Maybe it's, you see through it, I don't know, but anyway. Like a see through backdrop. Yeah, it doesn't semi, sound semi see through. Semi see through. Like name. a curtain comes down at the theatre and, and hides the performers. Mm. A scrim is used in the background where, where maybe you can sort of see silhouettes or something. Yeah, right. I'm going to have to look it up. Yeah, maybe Scrim. like glass. Is glass semi-transparent? <laughs> is glass semi-transparent? <laughs> I don't think you'd have a glass curtain, a scrimmel curtain in the theatre. It would be a bit dangerous. I have no idea how anyone has ever made something transparent. That seems like that's the most difficult thing. Mm, it's weird that light can just go through stuff. Doesn't doesn't make sense. <laughs> right? That's, that's the greatest of all magic. I Like, if it turned out that... Like like glass wasn't really there or something. I'd be like, oh yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, yeah, I thought so. It's probably yeah. like hollow or something. It's the only way light be able to get through. It's think, a trick. Think 
gla- like glass could be dark matter. Maybe that's what it's been. That's what so it was. You can't the whole see time. it with the telescopes. Can't see it with telescopes. It's just glass. Yeah, just heaps of glass everywhere. Big lenses and stuff <laughs> oh, like that that's floating ho- through that'd the mirrors. Be universe. horrible. Why? Well, glass up all in space. Oh, because it's so fragile. Yeah, I mean, you know, get cut or something. Well, I mean, it could still be in a big blob. One big blob of glass. Yeah, just a big blob of glass. Jeez, you would have you would have wanted to be a glazier at the big big bang, wouldn't you? A lot of work then. Uh, It would have been a really good time. A lot of work. But then, do you think so much work that they, the pay would have been quite low? So much work they would charge what they wanted and sort of could pick and choose the jobs, I suppose. Mm. Mm. That's mm. true, yeah. And there would have been a lot of heat and things like that, so that would have also been helpful. Yeah. Very yep. available yep. heat. Yes. Very available. Yeah. Mm. I bet glaziers these days just sit down and talk about that sort of time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sort of like when it was sort of like bricklaying during the preparation for the Sydney Olympics. Mm. Yeah. I mean, that would be... If I was a glazier... For when they were getting ready for the Sydney Olympics, I would have just switched to bricklaying just for just for that couple of years. Yeah, because there was so much work laying bricks. I, I heard they were making two, three, maybe even four bucks a brick. What What were all the bricks for? Building? Hey. Were they building? Hey, out there in Homebush. Mm. Was this for it's, the all, it's all bricks on the equestrian, ground. Equestrian uh, hurdles, was it? Turtles. <laughs> equestrian hurdles. <laughs> Is this what you're talking yeah, about? The, the horses, walls? Jumped, the horses over jumped over a pile of bricks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> is that right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, this is a bit niche, but I'd like to see a, gla- a, gla- a glaci- glacier. Yes. Glacier? Glacier. I'd like to see a glacier uh, on his first day as a brickie. Right? <laughs> Get this, all right? Hang on. He, a glacier as, on his first day as a brickie. Yeah. Yep. Well, he's, he's, he swapped. He's, he's swapped because of the Olympics because oh, they're getting $4 yeah. a brick. Yeah. Right? He drives up there. He's got two bricks on the back back of his truck. They're all, all very neatly uh, sort of uh, angled up, leaning up there. And they're in, uh, they're on bits of uh, foam or whatever to stop them shattering. And he gets out those big suction caps things, and he and his mate pick up one brick, <laughs> and then they carry it across to the building site, and they delicately oh, ease it into position. Yes. There, then they go get the other brick, and they put that in, and then they drive back to the depot. I mean, it would so be the, hilarious. So the truck, the truck just says like, you know, Michael, Michael Ward's. Mm. Glazier, formerly brick. Oh, no, no, sorry. Michael Ward's bricklaying, formerly glazier. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they walk across the street. Some car comes. They oh, don't know no. which Whoa. way to go. <laughs> and the car goes through the brick. Through the brick. Oh, no. And the brick shatters everywhere. Shatters everywhere. They yeah. try to pick another one up mm. like that. Mm. And then there's like, you know, a karate guy comes oh, through, no. punches through the brick this time. Yeah, of course no, he would, though. Well, I like, guess it's not really a glazier thing. That's not, it's not really a glass thing. It's more of a brick thing. Then there's a bricklayer who uh, has always been, you know, his own man. Mm. Doesn't follow the, the crowd. Mm. And, uh, you know, all these mm. bricklayers flocking to the bricklaying trade. Bugger that. I'm going to become a glazier. Yes. That's right. Right? Yes. So mid-career, changes horses. Mm-hmm. And... Um, I guess he just cuts little bits of glass and puts it into place with mortar. But also, he's, he's on one of those building sites where he's working with his yeah. mate. His mate's up on yeah. the first story. Yeah. He's down there with the sheets of glass. He just yeah. tosses them up yes. to his his mm. friend up there who catches the yeah you know the three mil wearing, plate wearing glass. gloves wearing gloves. Oh, of course, he's very yeah, safety yeah. conscious. Obviously, yeah. uh, uh, have you ever seen the film The Omen? I think so. Great death of uh, David Warner's character where he's beheaded by a. a piece of glass that um, comes flying off the back of a truck. 
Wow. Well, yeah. that's something, yeah, yeah. If I, you want to see somebody then, beheaded by a sheet of glass. Yeah, they were yeah, actually yeah, able to graft his leg onto his neck, is that Yeah, they, they were able to yeah. do that. Do you think that glazier former, oh, no, sorry, bricklayer former glazier could count as the Cirque du Subway? <laughs> I think it, it, it came from, uh, it was definitely inspired by. Uh, it's, and as a sketch, I think it's niche. I think it but, stands up. I think it yeah. stands up. Uh, yeah, you know, okay, I think that right. that I think that could have been that could have been that could have slid straight on to um, what was that one? What was that one you worked on for a bit? The one full frontal? No, no, no. Well, yeah, I know you've worked orca on orca in space. Um, <laughs> orca in space. No, the more recent one. Open slather. Open slather. That could have oh, slid right into open slather. I'm not even going to say those words <laughs> on, <laughs> on podcast. No problem. No, but like that, look, it could have slid right in there. Jeez, that was a rubbish show. Oh. oh, no, we got you. No, but it's okay. He's the only person who listens. He can That's say what he wants. Yeah. yeah. Actually, it'll feel really satisfying getting to hear yourself say that. That's right. How do you like that, Michael, it. eh? <laughs> Are we ready to go through the sketches? Um, take us through the sketches, Alistair. All right. Look, okay, this first one. It's, we don't it's, need it's, a preface. It's not a, it's not a fully fleshed out sketch yet, but it's okay. just. Yes, it is. It's Okay, it's quicker quicker crosswords to lower the bar. You know, it's like, I guess, look, it could start just like as a, as a business meeting at the, at the newspaper. We need a lot of the, a lot of our sort of dumber listeners are, are, are not going to the puzzle page and we're not yeah, getting as listeners many to our newspapers. To our newspaper. <laughs> this is how dumb they are. They just hold it up to their ear and they, and they, they get, they get annoyed mm-hmm. when they're not able to do the crossword. Yeah. A lot of our readers, we're getting a lot of, we're getting a lot of stats back. We sort of been doing focus groups and mm. things like that, watching, some of our dumber, quicker, quicker re- crosswords. Readers. Yeah, we need qu- quicker crosswords that they can do, and so then we've we've kind of come up with that sticker one that you can just stick mm. over the thing, mm. and you can have it done. Uh, or, got... or maybe the there's a, like it's it's sort of a join the dots, like they have little little very faint lines of the words mm. in the crossword, and you just trace over the top of them. Yeah, you yeah, know? that's right. Yeah, it's it's like a find a word. Mm, but the right. words are just the there. The words are already in there. <laughs> and without the other word letters that make it confusing. Yeah. <laughs> there they are. There's that, there's <laughs> that one. that one? Sure. Yeah. That one goes across, that one goes down there. And obviously there's, also the, there's also the one that's already just completed and you can write your name at the top. Mm, mm, like you do with most crosswords yeah. Yeah, that um, you listen to. Then we've got the guy who picks up by pre-doing crosswords at home. But then he, oh, this but then works he does so good. Then he does them quickly in front of a woman as a way of picking up, and then the woman really falls for it. Mm-hmm. But then they wind up in a scenario in which uh, they have to defuse a bomb. They have to defuse a bomb by doing the crossword, and she's like, "Quick, go ahead and do it." And, and I think in the per- in the sketch, we could we could cu- you could cut between those two scenarios quite harshly, and just at the you know in the bomb defusing scenario, <laughs> they just come into a. A room, they're like sweaty, their clothes are tattered, and there's gunshots outside, and they're like, just, oh my god, that went, that went crazy, really, really quick. Mm. Um, we just got to defuse this bomb, and then, yeah, and, and then, then you're in. And then the, the bomb diffuser guy who's also there, mm. there's a, you know, he's like, I'm sorry, it's completely wireless. Mm. There's not a single wired. You know that technology that they use for wireless technology? They use that on every wire, so there's nothing we can do. <laughs> You're gonna have to do the crossword like that. So there's, you know, just to make it clear that there's no way out. And it yeah. does get down to one word. Somehow he completes it. It gets mm. down to one word, and it could be one of two words. Is it snap, or is it snip? 
he's got SN something P. And it, it's like a parallel of the cut the red wire or cut the blue wire. Is yeah. it snap or snip? Do I That's snip really the blue wire or I snap the wire? Yeah. Yeah, yeah or or, no is wires, it, or, or is it or is it snop? <laughs> it turns out that it was snop. Yeah, yes. well, it's not a word, but I'm going to go snop. Are you sure about that? The bomb will go off if you're wrong. No, I think I'm pretty sure. If only we had a dictionary with us. No, I'm pretty sure it's snop. Is that a word, though? I think I'm going to go with snop. Well, you you're are the snip? one who did the crossword yes. really easily this morning. <laughs> no, I'm going to go with snop. But just before I write, write in the, the O, I do want to confess to you that I didn't do that crossword very quickly. Oh, my God, you bastard. He writes in snop. It turns out to be correct. <laughs> the clue was it's snope minus the E. I think it's snop. Wait, that's not a word. Snope minus the E. Snope isn't even a word. But snoop. That's... It's snoop plus an E. Minus an O, minus the E. Yeah. All right, so we got that. <laughs> then we got the Underwater Fighting Club. Mm. Um, this is different to the next one. <laughs> this is just a club where they fight underwater. So it's just, it's just a, you know, it's like Fight Club. Mm. Mm. But it's a bunch of guys who've, so it's an underwater fight club, right? Mm. So it's a bunch of guys who've read Chuck Palahniuk's book. Fight Club. Palindrome. Fight, Palindrome's mm. book. Um, and um, <laughs> and he's uh, and they're like, oh, we got to feel like men, like that. But then they also, another guy watches a whale documentary and he mm. goes, actually, it's, I don't know, it's great being underwater. Let's call this Beyond Palindrome. <laughs> Look, I don't know what that one is. I can't remember what that one was. <laughs> okay, then we got Dizzy Fighting Championships. Oh wait, underwater fighting club is the is all the animals. I'm sorry. Yeah, all fish. right. Oh, thank fish. God. It's the fish fighting each other. Yeah, crab yeah, exactly. v crab v um, mako shark. Mako shark. Yeah. Krill v blue whale. I I think I got confused, as you guys can tell. Um, then we got dizzy fighting club championships. Dizzy fighting championships. That's just uh, that's just, that's spinning. regular fighting cl- fight club, but the octagon is spinning. Yep. Yeah. And uh, I guess when the with the be- when the get- bell gets rung for the end of a round or something, maybe they they have to turn around, spin around on the spot until mm. it's time to fight again. Yeah. And no uh, spinning anti clockwise to try and get your sense of no, balance no, back. No, no, no way. No. That's not allowed. Absolutely. Um, I so guess... you're spinning as well as the octagon is spinning. Yeah, why not? It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Um, I would genuinely like to see that. I think there would be way more vomiting than in regular fight fighting mm. sort of things. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. That's what that, it would actually kind of be exciting. People would sit up the front wearing those yeah. kind of like, of like those those sort of plastic ponchos and things mm. like that. And hope, you know, oh, hope to get some of yeah. this vomit on them. Yeah. Like that. Mm-hmm. Like you could make it, you could make it spin really fast. Like, I guess as the rounds go on, it starts spinning faster and faster to the point where they're sort of trapped near the wall. And you have to, that's why you got to train so hard because you got to be able to sort of claw your way back to the, mm. back to the other person. Mm, yeah. Not too fast or else you stick to the wall a la the rotor. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. Right. That's why you got to be so strong. Yeah, yeah. You got you to gotta train to fight centrifugal force. Mm, yeah. Sure. I mean, that's, there's actually two fights going on. Really? Yeah, yeah you're right. Person and also, you're underwater, person. so you're fighting. Yeah, yeah. And for air. Each round, fighting. each round, you get deeper, deeper and deeper into water. <laughs> and there's a whirlpool, which so Ma- I guess, Maelstrom. Maelstrom. <laughs> <laughs> there's a so wait. 
But then the centrifugal force would be making you go outwards, but then the, the whirlpool would be sucking you into the middle. Oh, everything cancels out and it's really easy. It's just like it's being actually really easy. And then you just you then you just fight until one you know, before one drowns. Mm. But if you drown well, the I other, think both would drown. Yeah, either, <laughs> what about the ref? <laughs> the no, ref he's, could, in, he's in a lighthouse. Oh well, yeah, that's all, yeah. John Wyndham is the ref. <laughs> the ref. He's looking down the Dyson aquascope. <laughs> sure. And if, and and and, and when when that fails, we could just have a dangling ref. Wouldn't that be cool? Sort of like a wait a minute. Like, when that fails, it's not going to fail. <laughs> Why would we have a contingency plan for something that's never going to happen? <laughs> what? For you got your lighthouse. You got yeah. your Dyson aquascope. You got John Wyndham. Okay. When it succeeds too much, then yeah, maybe okay. maybe what I'm th- negative thinking. <laughs> maybe what I'm thinking about is when we bring this model to indoor soccer. Um, sure, that's probably what you were thinking for about. Every, yeah. For every fin- um, the linesmen, mm. because they won't also be in the li- lighthouse. Mm. They can be dangling. They okay. could be dangling near Someone the line. Someone can dangle. Yeah. Anyway, that's just what I was thinking. Um, then we got the sneaky robot vacuum. This is the uh, the, the, the yep. Chinese yep. spies mm. trying to uh, ruin Australia's productivity through selective. Area cleaning with the robot vacuum. Yeah, because you know when you how you can't get any work done if the room's messy. You know. Yeah. It's, it's just that. It's just weaponizing that. Yeah, that's never been a problem for me, but but I I, I imagine that in the world of the sketch we could we could sure. believe that we yes. could make that believable. And going further, uh, whoever's making those Chinese room cleaning robots would start to design them to look really attractive. Right, right. That's like a, like a honey trap gonna... kind of thing. Mm. <laughs> Next thing you know, you know, you're, you're in bed with the robot, robot vacuum cleaner, telling it all your secrets, all your secrets, <laughs> and it's recording it. And, um, oh, no, yeah. <laughs> so if you if you are looking for a robot vacuum cleaner, yeah. to, I would, I personally would advise, and I'm only advising myself because I'm the only one listening to this podcast, uh, not to go for the attractive. Wow. Sure. No matter how attractive it seems, oh, yeah. danger. Yeah. Yeah, or get a, get, a, get like one from the German companies or whatever. We, like we should yeah. have, well, I mean, we should have known it would be a honey trap because it was called Meal. Uh, yes. Yeah, the gift yes. was a dead giveaway. Yes, yeah. callback. I just like to All think. right, fuck you. <laughs> I like. No, fuck you. I like. I you like... were doing a callback to your previous callback joke, so you're not so smart now, are you? All right? Yeah. It's become a real theme of this podcast that Andy yells a lot at me. That's fine. That's good. It's a good variation. That's what I like as well. I like a mm. bit of... Uh, I don't know about the swearing, though. Just... Is it normal to swear? Sorry. When I invented podcasting, I, I didn't <laughs> it was a imagine it would be... It would go as far as swearing. It was a such. Christian format it's, when it's, I invented it. <laughs> it's changed so much over time. But I guess you just invent something, you let it go its mm. natural way. You know, you can't. Thanks. You can't control it. Like the English language. That's how the Queen must feel about yes, the English language. Yes, yes, yes. Um, then we got Davy Jones Foot Locker, which is a place. It's just the first store that opens up, which then kind of leads to a sort of a, a, a retail out brawl, which is a yeah a whole pirate community kind of starts to build in a, a pirate town, mm. and um, yeah, and it kind of becomes a real. It's actually a really positive thing for the pirate community. Sure. Um, I guess, and I guess it would work as an economy as long as everyone was stealing from each other equally, mm, you know? Mm. Yeah, or the ones who are stealing and doing really well are in some way benefiting all the other ones who don't, mm. you know? Just, you know, like, I think it's okay if some pirates get murdered and die and things like that at the expense of 
progress for the pirate community. Interesting. Mm. Mm. Um, then we got the bricklayer, former glazier. And mm. then obviously, oh, glazier, what a classic former. sketch. <laughs> and then obviously, glazier, former bricklayer. I wish there was a. I wish there was a famous saying that started, "The lazier, the glazier." Something, mm. something, something. Mm. Oh, it'd be great, wouldn't it? I think that's um, kind of one of those things that would be perfect. For glass me. is in the second bit. Mm. Uh, lazy the glazier. Off ass. Get off your glass. Get off your ass and. and the and lazier the glazier, the more. The more mm. glass sits on its ass. Yeah, I oh, mean it's, that's really good. It's fine. Yeah. I don't really picture glass having an ass, but. I but, do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Even though the, it's invisible. The lazier, you know? the glazier. Uh, something about a pain or. Um, oh, just about this idea. Sorry, I know that the, the pain in the glass. The maybe pain. it's got a rhyme though. Pain in Preferably. my in my lion mane. Hmm. Um, have you ever thought about this? An invisible ass, like as a product. Mm, okay. So it's just because, like. <laughs> Like, I know it's not okay, really, to grab ass all the time, right? Both, no, no. Both, no. Your, both your own. All the time. Or anyone else's, right? Yeah. But it's a thing that occasionally happens in your life, and it seems to be pleasant, mm. if it's pleasant for both people, mm-hmm. right? But if you made a product, right? But it's also not okay to be seen to be grabbing ass in public. Yeah. But if you invented a product that you could bring with you at all times... Right, even something you could strap to your leg, to your the side of your leg, right? That you could just grab, and it's the sensation of grabbing an ass, but it doesn't look like you're doing anything, right? It just looks Boy, like, it looks you're, like sort you're scrunching your hand. Yeah, it just looks like you're opening and closing your hand, uh, which this... is a natural thing to do. Yeah, but you're only sort of... just scrunching your own ass. Well, no, no, no. It's not. You know, it it, it doesn't make your own ass invisible. It's just a product. Isn't that, that is just invisible... what those stress balls are? Yeah, really? yeah but, but invisible and feels more like an ass. Mm. I'm going to write this down. <laughs> Alistair is unilaterally writing down his gr- invisible grab ass idea. Product. It's not a sketch, it's a product. Yeah. Right? And that's okay sometimes. You can write that down yeah, yeah. a variety of things. Sure. Before we, before we uh, go to the wrap-up, which, which of these sketch ideas do you think ants would like? Mm. This is a question we ask occasionally on the podcast. Um, the underwater fight club, I'd say. You think yeah, so? Yeah. yeah. Well, on, in their in their weight class, obviously they do pretty well because mm. they're able to lift so much more than their own Strength weight to weight yep, ratio. Yep, yep. Yeah. Who and, would be? and the and um, as as an audience, mm. uh, <laughs> yes, the, the figures would be uh, unbelievable if, that, yeah. if if you could attract the ant community to. Mm. to um, you know, for television, it would be the figures would be. But also, if you could see oh, it, I mean, I think there's there's then the 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 risk of you know you've got the mako shark in there battling against the ant. People, a lot of people are going to argue that you maybe you didn't have even bother booking an ant. You've just got a mako shark <laughs> there thrashing around. Mm. I don't even know. I'm I don't not, reckon I'm, they even had an ant in there. No, I'm not saying the ant fights. Oh, I, I'm I'm I thought it was the the All fighting right. is for the pleasure of the ants. Oh, the ants watch. The ants watch. Sure. The ants watch. Well, of there, course. There are those. Because it's underwater fight club. It's, mm. it's only sea creatures and well, man. And man. And Einstein. Mm. And Einstein. And Einstein. <laughs> an exoskeleton. I forgot to write that down. I don't know. I'm saying harness the, harness the numbers of ants in, in the world and your, your ratings would be phenomenal. I if think, you can attract the ant viewer. Yeah. 
Yeah, absolutely. And I think it, ants also have thousands of eyes, don't they, on their little stalks? I think that's incorrect, totally incorrect. No? They've only got two eyes? Just two eyes, I think. They don't have like multifaceted eyes like a fly or something? I think you're thinking of melee creators. Mm. <laughs> Bees. Got it. Bees. I got it. <laughs> that was a bit cryptic for my liking. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Just, yeah. I'll do the quick one next time. B-E-E's. I think you're thinking of B-E-E's. Uh, Bees. Uh, well, I know when you show a bee's point of view, you usually show it in a sort of a multi-hexagonal mm. kind of image. Are we thinking of a fly here? Oh, fly too. Mm. But yeah. I'm pretty sure ants have just got the two eyes. Mm. I wonder how different the movie The Fly would have been if it had been a bee instead of a fly. The, that, the uh, title would have really not made sense. No, people would have been... I guess they would, they would have been like, oh, I guess it's referring to what the bee does, the fly, that it flies. Yeah. Well, there would have been the added uh, jeopardy, as they like to say, mm. uh, in the fact that uh, the bee has got a stinger, so it can sting you, whereas the fly, mm-hmm. It, mm-hmm. There's, there's no sort of, apart from mm. its ex- extraordinary size, Yeah, mm. uh, you, there's no risk of being stung or, mm. you know, bitten. But then there wouldn't have been as much like vomiting up on things. You know, I think that's kind of a, the beauty of the well, fly is its hideousness there. Oh, see, so I'm automatically thinking of the original fly. You're thinking of the remake of the fly with the I vomiting. Don't think I, yeah, I don't think I've seen the, the original the fly. There's no vomiting. No? No, it's just it's just head swap and body swap. That's <laughs> probably why they remade it. Yeah. They're like, well, I know what's missing from this. Yeah. Vomiting. Vomiting. Now, we could do the same film but have them spinning around at a great speed. <laughs> or just make the fly vomit on stuff. Anyway... Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. We really do appreciate it and you and for you. it. And we appreciate Michael for everything that he has done for this podcast and for podcasts. Thank you very much, uh, guys, for asking me, allowing me to ask myself onto the show. <laughs> we had been meaning to do it for a long, long time. And, and we, we have a we have a sort of a, a a career success cutoff where we get very uncomfortable about asking people onto the podcast. No offense to the people we've already asked onto the podcast, but you have had a long and very successful career as a sketch comedy writer, and, and I think it's a little intimidating. Yeah. For us to have you into our uh, thank you, tank. but the uh, emperor's new clothes have been exposed. Surely tonight, I'm just one of Wardy you. Wardy is naked tonight. Yes, that is absolutely right. true. <laughs> How long Which... have I known you fellows for, by the way, Alistair? I knew you before Andy, of course. Yeah, mm. so I think since about 2013 or 2014. Mm. Okay, yeah, so it's four or five years. Four or five years. Yeah, wow, it was about three years into that uh, fr- friendship or you know awareness ship that we. Uh, we started uh, <laughs> thinking about inviting you onto the podcast. And yes. It's taken, you know. I nearly made it onto episode 36, 52, mm. 90. Yeah, we came very, very close. Very close. Oh, and 108 was. 108, um, the big so one we close. said we'll yeah. do. Yeah. Yeah. 108, don't be late. Yes. Ward is on the podcast. Yep. It'll be great, yep. mate. We said, you know, but then. Uh, but 162, I'll, I'll, I'll uh, become full circle and I'll always remember that. Mm. Number, as I always remember, the anagram of 11 <laughs> plus 2 and 12 plus 1. Mm. The important thing is that we've remembered everything that we've said so far yeah. in this episode. 
Um, where could people find you if they wanted to find you? Well, you asked David M. Green that, and uh, he had a website and everything, but I, I have no such website. That's I have cool. no such uh, promotion of myself. Do you want to promote anything that you've ever produced? No, no. Um, I have written two books, one of which I saw in a secondhand bookstore the other day. <laughs> so you might be able to pick for that up. Thir- for $30. <laughs> what? Uh, because it was signed. Oh. It was a signed book, uh, not not to a particular person, but just when you... When you do a book, sometimes you do a book signing and uh, mm. for, for bookshops and stuff. Anyway, it was a signed one, and it was uh, by you? thirty by me, and it was thirty dollars. Wow. Um, which so is I in... hope you bought it because that sounds like no, I didn't need it. I've already got my own copy <laughs> signed. Oh, well, but is it signed? Yeah. Oh, it is. Okay, right. Yeah. Oh, well, that's uh, a good get. Signed it for my, to myself. You guys should start signing other books. <laughs> Increase their value. You could sign them before you take them to the second hand bookshop to sell them. Yeah. Um, but uh, no, <laughs> I don't. Uh, I have no website. I have nothing coming out to promote. I think that is quite funny that you see your signed book in a secondhand bookshop for $30. You're like, I've got heaps of those at home, and you bring them all into the shop. <laughs> I've got two. What do you I've... want for these? 20 bucks each? Or... <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, it was never even sold for thirty dollars. It was, I think, it was retailed for nineteen ninety five uh, originally. So. Anyway, we haven't heard what the books are called. Or the book people... is called. Um, and uh, overseas listeners, you can get it on Amazon. I think. Yeah, well, uh, it's called Zombie McCrombie from an Overturned Combi. It's a very funny parody of the very popular Harry McCleary books. Yeah, so it's a kind of a, a kids' book with a sort of a zombie twist. Um, pretty dark and. Um, Illustrated by a very talented illustrator called Gypsy Taylor. Looks so good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so uh, yeah. So, but no. Otherwise, just uh, plugging away. What's your other book out of interest? It was uh, from two thousand and thirteen or twelve. Uh, the talking about your generation book of everything ever. Ah. Yeah. Which you would really like. Yeah, I, I think. should check that out. Um, I wonder if a, that's a still... parody quiz book. Proper quiz questions for. Various generations, X, Y, and Z, but uh, lots of little comedy bits and bobs in there. Oh, I did not know that existed. That's cool. Yeah. I wonder if it's still um, for sale somewhere. Uh, I'm not. It could be. Are they doing a reprint soon, do you think? No, no, no. Uh, my, uh, by the way, my name is nowhere on it. it uh, to, to, it's, a, it's a tie-in with a TV show hosted by Sean McKayla from back then, and obviously to sell it, uh, who am I? So uh, Sean's face is on the cover. And, sure, um, sure, sure. But you, it, you, it, I, I did it all myself. But there's no, um, there's no, you know, by Michael Ward or anything. So there was no reading or uh, you know, or promotional trail or signing mm. of it or anything. Because, uh, um, yeah, but it was you know, just recycled old questions from the Great. show and 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 and, and Make- said so in the book. <laughs> Magnificent. Yeah. Um, well, pick those both up, please. Um, get straight onto Amazon and find a if there's a signed copy by Sean. Yeah, I didn't sign any copies of the first book. Sure, mm. but maybe Sean did because his face. No, is no, no, I wouldn't allow him to. All right, good. Well, you can find us on at Two and Tank, and I'm at Alistair TB. I'm at Stupid Old Andy. And uh, you can donate to the Patreon if you want to do that. That's uh, always We'd lovely. Love that Patreon, so much. Patreon.com what is this slash Patreon business. Patreon is like a, a sort of a, it's a website on the internet where sorry, yeah, slow down. Uh, website? No, it's like a mind shop. Mm. A mind uh, shop. Yes. On the 
Sky Sea. Sky, yes, yes, yes. Uh, yes. Where you can you can go and um, you can support people who create various different projects, and you you become a, a you know you get make a monthly donation, and it gives you access to additional rewards and that sort of thing. So people who make a donation can give us the three words that we then use. To oh, do I sketch. see. But also, if you donate a little bit more, you can get. Um, Bonus episodes. We do two bonus episodes a month, which, by the way, I'm late on uploading the most recent one, so I've got to do that today. Uh, Patreon. Is that anything to do with Patreon? Is it Spanish yeah. for yeah, Patreon I think or something? It's, I think it's a little uh, little play on it, a little twist. Oh, okay. They put an E in there. Oh. Which was, uh, you know, they probably got it off uh, the end of Snope. Yep. Well, you should cut this bit out and only reveal what Patreon means to the people, people who, who pay subscribe. a certain amount. Yeah, That's if you want to know idea. what we're talking about, yeah, yeah. give us 50 bucks a yeah, week. Yeah. That would be so nice. Yeah. Um, and so we, we love, love you. you. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.